Here we are, Room for Rent with Ariana Monahan. Welcome. Hello. Thank did, you. Did I got your name right? You didn't did. I? Okay, cool. I I know that sounds crazy, but we've never met before. No, we have not. So you're the first person that's been on Room for Rent that I've never met prior to. So what happened? I was supposed to have another uh, guest on. They got sick. I was like, I could do a solo pod or I could try to find somebody and a mutual friend of ours was like, hey, she's got this crazy story. You should have her on the pod. And here you are. Here I am. It all happened in like an hour and a half. It was great. <laughs> Truly, yeah. yeah. Welcome. So you are a comedian. I am. What is there anything else you do that you want to mention on here or just comedy? Um, I'm a comic. I'm a I'm manager of the Ice House as well. But that's, that's awesome. Far less exciting. No, it's cool. I haven't been. It just reopened for those of you that are watching that are not in L.A. It was closed. There's a new owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Bus. Yes. And uh, if he's connected with the Lakers, if you don't know. Uh, and it's open now and it's supposed to be really nice, like fancier than it was before. I haven't been. We have two secret rooms and they both look like they're out of the Great Gatsby. And if you come, I will show them to you. Oh, <laughs> wait, there's secret. I love a secret room. One is like actually a secret for reasons and then the other one is the vip room but wow. it's so beautiful but they're not are they green rooms of the stages or they're secret even from that there's two there we have two separate green rooms for each stage and then there's wow great gatsby vip room and then secret secret room oh wow okay well i feel like they're not a secret now you just said i'm on a podcast but well <laughs> you won't know you won't be able to find them if you unless exactly unless they yeah. know you so there's like multiple codes and that's things. crazy because the smaller room I used to do shows there and there was no green room. Like mm-hmm. you would just sit out in the bar. So okay. Yeah, green room's in the lobby now. It's like, it's nice. There's cabinets that are 30 feet in the air for no reason. Oh my but God. I literally live an hour from, like I live by the beach. And so for me, to, I never go to Pasadena. And now I have about 10 new reasons to come. Good. <laughs> You're about five of them. Yay. So that's exciting. <laughs> uh, how long have you been doing comedy? I can't uh, believe we've never met. It's I know. Yeah. Crazy. I don't, I don't think so. Um, since I moved here, which I moved here in 2019, started doing comedy. I got kidnapped kind of for a year. Uh, and then came back and kept doing it. Wait, you got kidnapped? Kind of. I was a nanny, and then the family I worked for asked me. Um, they they it was during the pandemic, and they uh-huh. had a house in Hawaii, and uh-huh. they were like, "We're gonna go to our Hawaii house for a while. Um, oh. You're coming with us." And I was like, "Am I now? Um, what island? Oahu? Okay." And they were. I was like, you know, because I like have a I do comedy here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be on for a super long time. Mm-hmm. And I know I know you guys have a private jet and all, so we don't have to buy tickets. Oh my god! But I'd like to know when I'll be back. And they were like, okay, you know, like we'd never take you for more than thirty days. Like, could you do thirty days? And I was like, sure. Cut to eight and a half months later. Oh my god! Was this in twenty twenty? It was either twenty twenty or twenty twenty. Yeah, because I was there over Christmas, so it was twenty twenty into twenty twenty one. Okay, so we were that was still like pretty deep pandemic times like oh yeah live comedy wasn't back yet like things were locked all the way down although i might be wrong it might be 2021 to 2022 actually that feels i don't know it's 2021 you're not still working for them yeah no i don't work for them anymore (laughs) thankfully i think Uh, i blocked it out but okay that's crazy though that's like a roommate situation i mean the family you were working for were your roommates how many kids did they have just one and she was a joy like she was just that was i've nannied a bunch of kids and she i'm i like Every six days, I'm like, I wonder how she is. Like, I miss that kid. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. But but. they wanted, they needed, what a strange time, right? Because they have money, clearly. Mm -hmm. They have one child, which is not, I was just with my friend who has four kids and her youngest is six months and her oldest is six. So she's had four kids in six years. That's insane. Wow. Uh, And what she accomplishes is amazing, but they have no nanny. She and her husband both work full-time jobs and they do like 
basically real estate on the side and they have four kids and no nanny. Nope. As, as someone and- who's been a nanny for that long, I have two conditions of like people like like my sister's married now. And so uh-huh. I get I, my parents keep asking me if I want kids. Mm. Bark up her tree, please. Mm-hmm. Dear God, I want to mm-hmm. be a weird aunt so bad. <laughs> um, but they're like, do you want kids? And I'm like, I have two conditions. I either want to stay at home spouse or I want to be able to afford a nanny. And, you know, call me whatever you want. I've been a nanny and kids are a full time job. So it's. Well, yeah, and you're a working woman. Like, yeah. if, if you're a woman who does want to stay at home or wants to work part-time or, you know, wants to do something that doesn't involve being out late at night or whatever, like, yeah. then you don't necessarily need a nanny. Right. But if you're doing what we're doing, I feel the same way. I'm I, like, just, I feel like if you're going to do it right, like, properly, like, because kids really do. They're, for the, until they're, I don't know, eight, you have to be within three feet of them at all times. Oh, yeah. J- not just to keep them alive, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But that too. But just like, I feel like to do a good job, like you, yeah. some, you need to be around the whole time. When you've spent a lot of time around kids, so you would know. It's yeah, not, yeah. You're not making assumptions based on like, oh, you know. Yeah. It's human or it's that. iPad. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. How do you feel about the iPad thing that, with kids and all of that? I know this is off topic. <laughs> no, but. no, no. You're, it's, that's <laughs> such a good question. So as. I have weird feelings about it, but I've also not been a nanny and I don't have kids. Yeah. But. Uh, we weren't raised on iPads, so. No, definitely. And it's, I'm, I'm never, as someone who's not a parent, I am never here to judge a parent. You parent your kid however the fuck you want to parent your kid. That's <laughs> that's your business. Uh, as a nanny, it was always nice to have the iPad when it was like, oh, child, I'm in a waiting room. My arm is full of diapers. My other sure. arm's full of child. It's screaming. I don't know what to do. I mean, there's a, a hundred people in here and they're filming a podcast in the other room, so we needed to be quiet. Yeah. Um, iPad. Yeah. But there's also like the kids get kind of dependent on it and then they'll start, you know, when they get to a point where they're asking for the iPad over, you know, a parent or over, like that's like their comfort object. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't love that. Yeah. That's the thing. Because I notice sometimes when kids, you know, everybody's got anxiety now or whatever, which is a whole nother thing. But I f- see kids get anxious or like they can't sit at the dinner table mm-hmm. or I'm like, they're not going to be able to do that as an adult either. So they're either going to be on their phone or they're going to have their iPad with them or they're not going to be able to sit at dinner with somebody because they were so used to being on it. Like even as a kid, if you went to dinner, you were like coloring. Yeah. It was still, it's a different, like you're using your brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, you're doing something. Yeah. You're like involved. So I find when it's like when they have anxiety and you give it to them to calm their anxiety, I feel like that's not great. It's like yeah. going on a walk or like, yeah. I love parents that walk around restaurants. Do you ever see parents with like newborns mm-hmm. and they'll like walk around a restaurant because the kid's acting up and I'm like, that's a good parent. That's like, my they didn't favorite just, thing. They didn't just like stick something in front of them or yeah. whatever. I'm, I know it's, exa- being a parent's exhausting. Like, Clearly, we're not doing it. So, so you lived in Hawaii with them, and did they like rent? They owned a house there. They owned a house there. Oh my god, it was a beautiful house. Like again, it was the best kidnapping. Like I'm so, <laughs> they're the best kidnapping you could have asked for. Yeah, because they sure. were they're like I think like I think on paper they're some of the wealthiest people in the world. Oh, <laughs> nice. So they had a gorgeous house. It was like I think my the view from my balcony was like. Uh, it was right next to this lookout that the government owned because so many people. It was like a state park, basically. Oh, and then okay. it was a the was like, it was it it wasn't White Sands, was it? No, or? it was uh, it, it was called Diamond Head Diamond oh, Head yeah, Lookout. Yeah. And the literal like instant that Diamond Head Lookout ended this the state I think it's a state park something like that. It was their property. Oh wow, which meant that it was my view. And so yeah. I'm like, I, I feel like such a little asshole being like, I was kidnapped, but I... Lived. You were living like every influencer's dream. Like, yeah. 
girls who are influencers on like like the Alex Earl effect. You know, I'm sure you're. No you don't knows. know Alex Earl? Oh my God, she's like this big. She's this big influencer, and right now she's in Europe having like a European summer with eleven of her best friends. She just graduated college. She's like 22. Oh it's a whole. That sounds amazing. It's a whole. Yeah, but she's. She's like the new hot it girl or whatever. Must but be nice. her, the way her life looks is the way you were describing being kidnapped in Hawaii by a rich yeah, family. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's why I sound like an asshole. Yeah. People are like, I didn't eat today because I'm I don't have any money. And I'm like, I I have they a chef. flew <laughs> a chef in from Japan for Christmas. Oh my god! But I couldn't leave the house, so and then uh, like me. But it was COVID. Yeah. Like so. Like where like, was I leaving, going? Anyway? Yeah, leaving the house. I was losing my mind. Uh, fine. Were you really a little? Yeah. And it's also annoying because comedy. Like I I had just feel like I had just hit like a stride where I was like oh and it's when I had truly just started where I was like you know when you're first doing like open mics and stuff and you're terrified every time and you're like okay like I need to I need to know exactly what I'm gonna say when I go up there you like someone couldn't just hand you a mic and like you'd be fine for five minutes yeah I I feel like I had just got to that point and then they were Mm. like plane and I was like, wow. okay, a month. And, and when then, you were over there, they wouldn't let you go. Like, if you wanted to go do a, be on a show or something, they wouldn't well, let there's you. There's nothing there to do, really. There I mean, was there's I a little bit up. of stand-up. There I've was, done stand-up in Hawaii before. On the place I was, there was one... On the island I was on, there was one stand-up comedy club, and it was inside of a hotel. Um, but they were, like, they were booking, like, bigger acts and that kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, I don't... I wasn't even at a point to, A, be ready for that, but B... I if I had told I think the family that I was working for at the time like hey I'm going to a comedy show I'm going mm. to a hotel they were incredibly we were there because they were so covid conscious mm, I feel like okay. it would have been a non-starter they would have yeah, been yeah. they yeah. would have taken the car that it took me 6 months to get away So did they did you get in trouble like the way you're talking about some of this is like you would get in trouble yeah. by them I did know. you I no I just No it's just how you felt I they had a lot of like like what's it called in a in a play like an aside where it's like a conversation it's like where you're talking around the thing it's like like we couldn't we could never tell you what to do you know but if you did leave the house you couldn't you would have to quarantine before you came back type of that kind of stuff and i was like oh so manipulative like real and like toxic and yeah wow again super the best family i've ever worked for best best nanny family i've ever had great yeah doesn't, it's hard though. It's hard them, to work for people in their personal lives like that. Yeah. Like I knew somebody that worked for another person who's probably one of the richest people on paper and they told me that they would ha- like these people would have parties and the other their other rich friends who didn't get invited to the parties would literally fly their helicopters over the party take aerial photos and then text them to the person throwing the party and being like, how come you invited so-and-so but not us? Oh, my God. I thought I was crazy for double texting. What do you mean double texting? Like texting somebody and they don't reply and you text them again. Oh, no. I didn't. I never busted yeah. out the helicopter. No, though. yeah, you know, yeah. But like, I'm sure... But yeah, the people you work for could. probably know people that do that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And that's a whole other level of wealth. Like to be like, get the helicopter over here. Like we got to see who's at this party. Like I would just go. I, I don't yeah, know. It's bananas. So. That's another thing. I'm grateful. I absolutely got to see how the other half lives. Yeah. And it doesn't make you any happier. I'll tell you that. I mean, it. That I can understand. But what, so, what is your takeaway from it, though? Like, would you want to be so wealthy you could have a 500 million dollar yacht? 
fuck yeah are you kidding me absolutely oh, okay yeah, so be, I'm I'm, be rich as fuck being unhappy doesn't make you Unrelated. not want to be nah. rich <laughs> nope not for a second i want to be rich and unhappy i'm unhappy anyway i might as well be rich yeah did they give you good gifts and stuff they, don't tell me they didn't don't tell me they didn't <laughs> don't tell me they're that kind of rich people it was it was they pay you well Oh, they paid me very well. Okay, so you could at least buy your own nice gifts. Yeah, I could buy my own. Okay. I didn't need them to give me gifts. I mean, you have a very cool leather jacket on, so I'm, Thank you. I'm, I believe that. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks. Um, no, they... I don't want to blow up their spot, but I was there for Christmas, and I did spend more money on their gift than they spent on <gasps> mine, which is a shitty thing to know, to even be aware of, but it... Wow. Again, like, riches, riches people in the world, and you're kind of... They paid that's me super great. well. Yeah, that's good, but... but I, I think they know. gave me they gave me um and I liked it. I enjoyed it. I am grateful to have it. For Christmas, they did give me uh like a bundle of sage and a stick of Palo Santo with but it was re-gifted because I I watched their the father's sister give it to the daughter. And so it was just like somewhere in the house. So they, gave, they gave you shrubs. They gave me shrubs. And wood. And and wood and a book about shrubs and wood. Grateful. That's what they gave you for Christmas? And some incense, yeah. That's what they gave you for Christmas. Yeah. You're telling me you work for the rich some of the richest people in the world. And what I, did you get them? I bought them because I was like, what do you buy people that have whatever that, that have a yeah, plane? Yeah. yeah. Um, I bought them and they were very, again, great people, environmentalists, like they cared about the environment. Like, so I bought them um Which is why they gave after, you it was stage. right after the wildfire. Whatever year the wildfires were. All of oh. Them, it was then. That was pretty deep COVID. It must have I been. drove through some of them, so yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, but I bought <laughs> them. It was it was pay, like a couple hundred dollars, and they planted like a hundred trees, and then I I did it in their name, like I did it dedicated to the family. Wow, and that's the so thoughtful. Yeah, because I was like, they don't need anything from me. And but they gave you dead shrubs, and they gave it. me dead trees, and that's, I got them trees. <laughs> what is? Oh man, they didn't at least give you like a Gucci bag or something. No, Were they vegan? They didn't. Uh, they prefer, I was also the chef of the house cause I was a, a oh. professional chef for years. Oh, wow. Um, which Come that I really liked. For me. I, I will. You're amazing. I love this. So far, <laughs> great podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, I like to think I'm, you know, interesting at least. Um, sure. yeah, they preferred to eat vegan stuff, but I loved it cause the, I'm like, I'm like trying to like categorize in my head. I'm like, what, how tight of an NDA did I sign? The, the mother's a model. Oh, I think all the moms I've worked for are models, so that's nothing. Sounds right. But she used to have me every now and again, and this was it truly delighted me because her husband didn't like it. He was he wanted like a healthier version. But she would have me make uh one day she pulled me aside and asked me, she was like, I've heard in because I'm from the South. She's like, I heard about this meal that I, you know, I don't know if it's like a thing. Have you ever heard of um hamburger lasagna? And I was like, like hamburger helper? Like yeah, hamburger was- lasagna, like like that uh-huh. and she was like yeah she was like can you make that and i was like absolutely are you kidding me my my best friend and i i used to have that all the time as a kid me and my best friend jada used to have contests of who could put the most hot sauce on our hamburger helper oh my gosh and i was like fuck yeah i can make that for you um and then i made it for them at least once a week after that wow. and it just delighted it's so me. funny because it's like one of the first things you learn how to cook like if you yeah I never made, I never ate it as a kid. And then I had a friend whose mom would never make it because she ate it so much as a kid that she was like, I'm not, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> that's for the poor. Like, it, it is, but it's good. <laughs> and she wasn't rich. She was just like, I it was such, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, 
Wow, what an interesting. If I was working for a family that rich and they didn't give me like a YSL bag, I think I would be like, uh, excuse me. I wanted, I, ugh. I, I, in the back of my head, I was like, I wonder, because I will be here now, you know, six, seven months in. I was like, mm-hmm. I'll be here for Christmas. I wonder what it's going to be. And it was and trees. It was trees. It was literally trees. Wow. Like, I, I like <sighs> them. I buy that brand of incense now myself because I like it so much. Were they good? Were they like the, uh, I have this thing. Okay. Long story short. Uh, I, I grew up like in a, in a wealthy family, wealthier ish, whatever, once upon a time. And we owned a lot in Hawaii and we never built on it. But, and then my parents ended up selling it, but it's like the nicest piece of property in, on the big Island. And it was, it's beautiful. The person who bought it built like a $30 million. Like we were not going to build such a big house because it was a big lot and we wanted like green space and yeah. wanted it to feel more like Hawaiian and not so like gaudy and gross. And totally. she built, she was some tech person. She built a huge like $30 million, million house. It's the nicest piece of property. I'll give you the address. You can look it up on Google Earth. It's beautiful. So she built this huge house. And then my dad and I were over there one time. We're like, let's just go, let's just go visit. Like, let's like, let's just go get a tour of like this piece of property that we never built on, whatever. So she gave us a tour. And then I was like, you know, you have one of the night, you have almost a 360 degree view of the ocean. Wow. You're on one of the nicest black sand beaches in the world. You must go in the water all the time. And she was like, we would never go in the water. We would, and it was her vacation home from her vacation home on Oahu. Oh my God. These people probably know her. I'm <laughs> the sure they do. Work for yeah. That sounds, uh, that sounds about right. And I, like in that moment, and like, I get some people don't go in the water because they don't like, they don't want to kill the reef. This is before all of that sure. shit. And I was so offended because she didn't even know how nice she had it. Like that house was like a posturing thing for her. It was like to show oh. how much money she had. And I was like, I need to, I need to get out of here. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit somebody. Like I need to go. And that was the last time. Like I never went back in or anything. But oh, that's what kills me about rich people is that they do shit for just cause. Yeah. These ones. That's the thing. Is like I've worked for a lot of rich people that mm-hmm. did very much that and this family that happened to have kidnapped me for a while um they were the best ones like they were you know kind of disconnected from reality in a way that you can only expect from Mm -hmm. people that have very unchecked generational wealth great Mm -hmm. proud of them happy for you guys Uh you're very again two the two best parents i've ever worked for they're very good parents oh that's good but (laughs) but <laughs> um I w- at least these ones i feel like they they used all the things that they bought and like did it was yeah. just for them like it was it wasn't to show off because they didn't need to show off like we they're very googleable like we know mm, okay yeah yeah it's funny because you either have old money and old money like you said is like really disconnected or you have new money where it's like so obnoxious mm-hmm. and if you can be somewhere in the middle like we never my like my dad belonged to a golf club because he liked to play golf but we were not like country club people yeah. or anything like that and i'm so grateful because if i was the kind of person that like needed to belong to a country club i would kill myself i feel that like it's not but i didn't i didn't grow up that wealth like they had i had enough money to own a horse that was about it oh is that all <laughs> yeah no did but you, i mean did, wait did but you those have a people probably have a barn you oh, had a horse what was your yeah, horse's had a name? couple uh <laughs> i did i have a bit about it that i'm working on but um oh i i had my first i had a quarter horse my first quarter horse uh his name was big 
And my parents got him for me on Christmas Eve. Like they had, mm-hmm. I grew up in Oregon, like out in the country. And so they built a barn on our property and uh, they finished it. And then they bought a horse from a friend of ours. And I had like had a couple of riding lessons, but wasn't, I was like in it, but I wasn't like in it, in it. And they just did it. And I was pretty young. Like it's not, they wouldn't have asked me if I wanted a horse. They just did it. And so they were like, let's go out to the barn, like. It's Christmas Eve. Let's go, like, just check it out. And I was like, I don't. It's it's dark. It's cold. It's raining. (laughs) I don't want to walk down the driveway. Like our driveway was a quarter of a mile long. Like it wasn't just like going out there. And um, they're like, No, come on. And we get out there, and there's this like horse standing out there. Like this is your horse. And I was like, What? Like wait, is it kid? You're almost offended because. I don't like surprises. And so when when I feel like somebody's like pulled one over on me, I'm like, I don't want this. Like, why would you do that? You didn't even ask me. And so, uh, it was, that was the first one. And then I got really into it and I did all the hunter jumper stuff. And so you end up so much. I used to work with horses for a TV show that I worked on and I was in charge of the TV show. I don't know if it's come out. I think the NDA is a little tighter on that one, but it was horses in, um, in Alabama. And, oh, okay. um, it had nothing to do with Yellowstone. No, no, no. Nothing okay. to do with Yellowstone. No. Um, but I think they sold it. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who owns that oh, now. Okay. But that's cool. Yeah. Horses are the best. But they scared. I was like, oh my God, like beautiful, like majestic horses. Like I was like, you know, I liked them as a kid. I thought they were neat. And then I got up to them and I was like, they're going to, they're going to break my toes. They're going to step on. I don't no, they're the I don't best. Be in there. If they step on your toe, it doesn't hurt. Well, these ones were right. wild Mustangs oh. that teenage boys had trained. Yeah. And so I was like, my dad and like, wanted, all right, all right, like get yeah. in there and go, go make sure the horses are okay. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, great, great. The ba- my dad had wanted to buy a wild Mustang for a while. He's like, let's go because there's different places where they do these like runs. Yeah, and then, they like helicopter them into yeah, like an area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I, like, let's get one of those and see if we can train it. And I was like, we can't train the ones that we have. So, uh, yeah. So when I got really into it at the time, this sounds crazy, but at the time in 2002 so it was after 9-11 but before the housing market crashed Mm -hmm. it was cheaper to go buy a horse in europe and fly it over for like the level of horse that i needed as we're all aware then yeah yeah, obviously (laughs) very relatable content uh then it was to like buy one here and so uh we, I, my horse trainer and my dad and I like flew to Amsterdam and got a horse. I thought that was so much fun. And she was this big white mare. She was like 17 hams. She was huge. And she was the pretty, I wish I had like an easy picture to pull up, but she's. I'm picturing the never ending story. Like, she was the best horse. Like she was really safe. Aww. She would like jump every time she was just perfect. Like she, she was not a pain in the ass on any, she was the best horse we had two i had we bred her and she had two babies that were shitty and because that's usually how that goes but and i had a couple other horses after that like you would get them and sell them or they would retire or whatever and then you'd get a you get another one but that's what i grew up doing that's really cool i grew up uh playing playing in the creek mostly yeah i mean i did that too (laughs) like that's the thing is out here people are like you don't know you don't know what you're doing is like like so long as you're having fun, you're like you could be smashing gold bars into oh, each yeah. other. And you're I like, had no great. idea. Like I knew it, it was expensive because my other friends didn't do it, like my school friends. But I'd had no idea how much it really cost until I was older, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you love me," is what you're like. <laughs> like you like like you sacrificed a lot so that I could have. So I'm very grateful. But I love I love animals. Like if you're an animal person, like horses are so easy to. 
love. No, are you a cat person? Fuck no, I fucking okay, hate okay, cats. Good. My sister used to throw her cat at me when we were little. I still have a cat. There's a cat claw throw embedded in her my chest. cat at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not nice. Mm, no, and she was like, I love cats. Like cat. to this day, like she's a cat person. Oh, she no. like calls her. She has no kids. Because her cats are her babies. And I'm like, you oh, literally yeeted no. that little bastard at me 30 times as a kid. Oh, I had outdoor cats. I don't like the indoor cat thing. Oh, our indoor cats do. all became out, outdoor cats because yeah. they like bit my dad once. And he was like, and out you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any, any of the cats that came back were still our cats. <laughs> did the, the people that you worked for that you went to Hawaii with, did they have horses or anything like no, crazy like that? They had, they, uh, their daughter liked, uh, it was, it was really sweet. We used to go around and just like pick berries and fruit and stuff all day and that's uh-huh. like she was super into like nature they did mm-hmm. it they, they did a good job on that kiddo um and so did i but how um, old is she now she is she's gotta be five now but she was oh, three wow. at the time oh okay little yeah tiny Fine. tiny yeah, yeah i potty trained her oh um it was gross <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure yeah but uh they so they built she liked fruits and plants and that kind of thing and they're like oh like great and then they just had an orchard built on their property like a whole oh and a chicken coop and all that and like it was great like she loved it do they live here yeah they have a house here and they have a house i think they're still in hawaii so they built an orchard here here yeah in los angeles Mm -hmm. in like what bel air or something like they have some orchard uh it's 90210 yeah yeah beverly hills there's an orchard in Beverly. That's crazy. There's an orchard in Beverly Hills. I'm just gonna start driving around. At. <laughs> oh, you, it's it's. You, there's so many gates. Actually, oh, I don't. I'm I, sure. I, ooh, I still have one of their. I'm sure it's deactivated, but I still have one of their gate keys. Yeah. Um, it's the just the like the security to get those jobs like you've had and like other people that I've know been personal assistants and stuff. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. The phone, really like cool, the phones. Like, did you have like a separate phone and all that? Not for this one, no. Oh, okay. I just had my phone. Because I know somebody that was like a, she was a personal assistant and she had like a work phone and it I, was like, yeah. they would track. Like if you took a picture of something on your work phone, like sent it to a personal person, like they knew. So <laughs> the family that I worked for after this family, um, because they stayed in Hawaii and I was mm. like, please, dear God, send me home. So did you just quit and then leave? Kind of, yeah. Pretty much. Wow. Okay. Um, The family I worked for after them they i had a work phone for them uh-huh. and then they're oh my god that the only rule in the house was that i wasn't allowed to say no to the child and she was three also but she knew that the only rule in the house was that nobody was allowed to say no to her like if she was frowning That's everyone was new in trouble. age parenting thing i don't know what it was but mm. it was that poor i feel she's gonna have anxiety Ugh. um but i hadn't i had a work phone for them and uh I also ended up leaving that job, but it was right after I got the work phone because I felt bad. I was like, I don't this like I was trained in like, you know, childcare and, um, mm-hmm. you know, developmental things. And I was a, a. What was it called? What's the word? An occupational therapist, like mm. a pediatric occupational therapist. Sure. I wasn't one, but a family that I worked for before both of these needed one rather than getting one. They had me trained as one. Oh, wow. Um, And I was like, the things that they're doing to this, like, I just, I don't want to be here anymore because it's not, I'm not allowed to not harm this kid. So I'm going to leave. But (laughs) it was like three days after I got the work phone, got the work phone, went to the pool and it was the newest iPod or iPhone or whatever, Mm -hmm. great camera, went to the pool with my friend at the time, took 
I don't know, approximately 800 <laughs> bikini photos because we looked awesome in that in that oh 4K. Uh-huh. And I don't think I ever took them off the phone when I handed it back in. So I'm pretty oh sure it's just like, you know, it's like four pics of the kid from like the day of and then 800 pictures of me in a bikini. But I bet they just wiped it. Like they probably didn't so. even look at it. They probably Well, it was like it an assistant, like assistant, assistant. Ass- yeah. Like it would have never made it up the chain of command to like yeah. mom and dad. So I'm not worried about it, but also... Such a funny. It's such a different. War. It's such a strange. Yeah. Like, there's a part of me that wants a job like that just to say, just to see things. Yeah. And I'm grateful I'm like, that I got to see. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole new world. So then, after that job, is that then when you went to the ice house? I did those two. And then, actually, um, what did I do in between? I did personal chefing again for a while. And then I worked at TMZ. Oh, wow. I was a, I was a researcher for TMZ, which. What a. The full like circle Truly. from like NDAs to, to your researcher. Okay. Yeah. Which so you means weren't like running up to people at LAX being like No, no. That was uh that was my friend Mel, who is very good at her job. I'm sure. Yeah. How long were you at TMZ? Uh eight and a half months, almost as long as I was in Hawaii. Oh wow. That's crazy. And I mean, was it fun? Yeah, it was super fun. It was um some of the things I'm just not like I don't care to know as much about mm-hmm. everything as I did at the time mm-hmm. like truly any iota of news celebrity or otherwise that came out the entire time I worked there it was my job to know and like to be like <clears throat> mm, flagging this like let me send it to Harvey this is important mm. um we should write this like that kind of thing um but it was just such an overload of information like I truly anytime and it, it was great for bits because anytime anyone oh, on stage yeah. was like, have you all heard about, uh, you know, Brittany Griner? I was like, I can tell you everything about Brittany Griner. <laughs> yeah. I know what she did today. Oh, like, my gosh. Um, that's how I felt. I worked at Nike for five years, and that's how I felt about working there. Because you have to know so much. You have to, it's like drinking the Kool-Aid. And yeah. Oh, 100%. I was like, I have useless information about things that don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. No, but it was a great company. And, um, like, actually, like, working there is great. They feed you every day. Harvey's super nice. He's very – that is, I will say, like – Harvey Levin has got to be one of, if not the hardest working men in Hollywood. Like he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning every day, is the first person in the building and the last person out every day. Do you think TMZ has integrity? Yeah. Really? The number, yes. Okay. The number of stories that came, because I was, if you emailed the tip line or if people sent in like tips and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, NDAs, I should, I should read, I didn't <laughs> read it, but I signed it probably. Um, th- those, all of those kind of things came straight to me or I had, they came to me mm-hmm. and um, the number of things that he passed on because he was like, that's dirty. Like, we don't want to do that to that person, that kind of thing. Or he would call the celebrity or the publicist of them of who it was about. Mm-hmm. And I, the number of times, too, that I saw him buy something like a video or something would come in that was truly scandalous and he would buy it, call the person who was in the video and be like, hey, I'm sitting on this. You owe me one. Oh, like wow. that kind of thing. And okay. I was like. So he would protect people, like, if he thought it was... Yeah, like, too much. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, wow, that's interesting. I would have never... You he think... doesn't come off, like, publicly, like, the way people talk about him and talk about TMZ doesn't he come doesn't off He doesn't have the time way. to know how he comes across publicly. That yeah. man is always, like, he's I mean, so laser-focused. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so interesting. What a strange... That's respect for that guy. Another strange world, but... Very. What do you know? Yeah, we won't get into it. I'm getting too far <laughs> off topic. I, I, I don't even know. What do you know about us? <laughs> you know. Um, so the reason 
those were all fantastic stories yeah. so far, by the way. If you're watching, like, this is only going to get better. Um, <laughs> Maybe. The reason that I w- ha- wanted to have you on, not just because I needed a guest today, but also you said you had a really crazy story that involved fire. And maybe some arson or something. A little bit of arson. So tell me, was this before all your nannying Mm -hmm. and all this happened? Okay, so take us back. This was back in Atlanta, which I'm from Atlanta. Hi. Okay, okay. I was going to ask you where in the South. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was, it was in between, I went to two different colleges. I went to a UGA and then I left, traveled for like two years and then did a year of this film music and entertainment business program at this other college and in between those I lived in Atlanta and I was a a leasing agent like a leasing consultant I sold Mm. apartments um and I ended up moving into some of those apartments myself with uh a friend of a friend who I didn't really know and which is normal like my last roommate was like a friend of a friend of a friend and it was great yeah exactly situation exactly well you would think yeah (laughs) and then come to find out i think it was i i think it was move-in day and we like met up and like had lunch and stuff and Mm -hmm. like all right like we're not gonna kill each other Mm -hmm. this would be great um and it i realized that i did know her and we went to the same high school and on my very first day of high school i was in ninth grade with my little dumb backpack on uh, late to class because of who I am as a person on day one. And um, I was walking down the hallway and I saw this girl with another girl's head in her hand beating her head into a water fountain. Oh, my God. Yeah, just like ba- like absolutely bashing her skull on the edge of a water fountain. And I was like, ooh, and back like, okay. That was like the first thing that I That's saw in horrifying. Yeah, yeah. It was within like 45 seconds of arriving to the school. I saw this and I was like, great. That's a good sign. Um, cut to, you know, six years later, the girl that was holding the head is who I moved in with. (gasps) And you didn't know? I didn't know until I'd already, I was on the lease. How did you find out? I just, um, I I don't remember. I guess we were like talking. This girl looks familiar. I know I've seen her bashing somebody's head in. (laughs) No. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think what happened is I was probably, because we went to the same high school. So I think we were probably trying to connect and, you know, talking about school. And I'm certain that I told her that story and she was like, that was me. Did but but ha- like did she admit to you that it was her? Oh yeah, full on. She was like, oh, oh yeah, fuck. that girl used to be mean to me. So I was, <gasps> it wasn't gonna happen in high school. Like, but I was like, oh, please do your, please do the dishes. So when you, I mean, to go back to high school, when you saw that happening, you just turned around and walked away. Like, do you know if the other girl was okay? Like, did this? No, I have no idea. Did but the I, girl I get like to... arrested? Or I mean, that's like a major assault. Nah, it's fine. I went to my oh my, my middle school and all that was in. I don't know if you're still allowed to say ghetto, but they were in the ghetto. Mm. Um, and my actually my first like three days of middle school were canceled because there was a gang fight in the parking lot. So like I was, it wasn't the okay. It wasn't the last thing I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just get suspended. Yeah, if you bash I was like, somebody's head on the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like go down a different hallway. Is the wow. outcome. Um. Okay, yeah. so you find that out. You move in with her. Mm-hmm. You found it out after you moved in with her. Yes. And then how were you scared? Were you like, okay, this girl definitely like can flip a switch at any moment? Like people don't change. Yeah. Um I mean, I wasn't I wouldn't say I was scared of her cuz I think I could take her. <laughs> <laughs> um I wouldn't say I was scared of her, but I was definitely like, oh, like noted. She's actually crazy. Uh-huh. Um and then one day I she used to steal stuff from me like I would come into my closet one day would just be like all over my bed and like there's this one dress that's still missing that I'm still upset about I looked amazing on me um 
And I came in one day and she like my um, my closet was everywhere. She had like thrown my I had a wee. She had thrown that on the ground like just everything. So she would just like rifle through your stuff and not even like try to hide it. Yeah. And I got a restraining order against her because my door was locked. She'd like while you were living with her. Yeah. How do you have a restraining order against somebody you live with? Very carefully. It was a, I got a temporary restraining order and then, which was only, I can't remember how long those actually work. And then we went to court and that's basically what the judge said. She was like, you you live together? And you're like, yeah. So what was the restraining order just that you couldn't, she couldn't go in your room? It, It was, it was a regular restraining order. It was like so, so ever many feet away from one another, which after that, after the, the incident, I went and lived with my brothers. Okay. And so that like, it wasn't, she had just had the apartment. Um, After the restraining order was issued, you moved out? Okay. Yeah. 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 Like in the, it was like in tandem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, when I actually moved out, it was all in one day like, and I wasn't even there. Like my dad went and brought, he had a trailer, wow. like a flatbed and just went, took everything that I owned, piled it all up and put like two bungee cords across every piece of everything i own wow i just drove it home <laughs> so so after that after she went through your stuff and then you got the restraining order did anything else happen in between there that was like made you just be like i can't i i can't be here yeah the it was all the the inciting if incident if you will was um she set the kitchen on fire oh great yeah and so i worked for the apartment complex and so in order so- she should have known not to fuck with you. Well, here's why she did. Is because I worked for the apartment complex, employees only got a discount on the rent. However, that meant that she wasn't on the lease. I was the only one on the lease so that we would both get a discount on the rent. Okay. Like from the total. Um, and she found that out. And in her mind, that was, I should light this place on fire. I can destroy it because I'm not liable for any of these things. Um but did she just want to light it on fire because she was mad at you? Or did she think she was going to get money from insurance? Or No, I think, she, I, truly, I think she lit it on fire because she's stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's the motive? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I think she's just dumb. I think, um, I realistically think that it was an accident. And then afterwards, she was like, like, I did it because fuck you. And I was like, I think you're dumb. So what? how did it catch fire? She was making French fries like frozen bag of french fries and i guess had never done it before and right. so her way of doing that was like oh like i've seen deep fryers before so deep fry them she this filled was clearly a- before air fryers got popular <laughs> oh yeah totally totally we couldn't have afforded an air fryer don't yeah. worry um but it was she took a pot like a saucepan filled it to the rim all the way with oil and then put it on the highest heat oh no and then was like let it just sit there and get <sighs> hot as because it wasn't boiling. And I was like, you don't, bo- like, huh? She's like, there's no bubbles. Like, I need to keep it on. <clears throat> and then filled it at some point in it being ridiculously hot and filled to the brim with oil. Which oil, I don't know if you know, is flammable. It catches fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And poured <laughs> a bunch of, uh, like, frost-covered frozen uh, french fries uh-huh. into the boiling oil. And it just burst into flame. <gasps> like, like all over the counter, like, just puddles of fire and also were lit you home? the cabinets i was, was upstairs it? asleep oh my god yeah and like lit all of our cabinets on fire from the stove and then she picked it up i hope to actually i wanted to say i hope to move it you know to the sink uh-huh. but like if you put water on an oil fire uh-huh. that is more fire uh-huh. um because it pops and it's uh-huh. like uh-huh. 
Um, and so she poured boiling oil, which was lit, all across all of the countertops mm. into the sink, mm. turned on the water, and then lit all of these cabinets on fire, too. And didn't think to get a fire extinguisher, call 911, yell for like, help. She was like, I'll put water on it. Did she think she was going to hide this from you somehow? Like, yeah. did she think she's going to catch the whole kitchen on fire, pour out the oil, and then be like, you know, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, one can only assume. Oh I have, my I should God. find pictures of it because, oh my God, it was, it was like the, the shitty linoleum fucking laminate countertops all across what wasn't completely it probably just melted yeah what wasn't oh completely burned away was just like black bubbles like oh it was horrific God. um and then finally didn't know how to put out a grease fire fair play to her i guess um came upstairs and kicked my door in because it was locked as she had done many times before to uh -huh. rob me like donkey kicked the door in and she just goes kitchen's on fire and walks away like all like me psychotic <laughs> yeah. psychotic yeah so i went down and oh thankfully we had a box of baking soda under the under the which baking soda is how you put out a, a grease fire okay good um, to know. i actually didn't know that there but you, you know. yeah makes um, sense yeah just ripped open the thing and like put yeah. it out and yeah. it was fine but it wasn't fine because everything was on fire and burnt and we had to call uh she called 911 actually before she came and got me mm. i Truly, yeah. I I'm guess sure she, she just she called and went, it. there's a fire here and hung up. Like, like I would really love to We need help over here. Yeah. Okay. Where are you? Uh, does help. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Probably was annoyed. <clears throat> yeah. Annoyed with the 911 operator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Ugh. But yeah, the, so the, the firefighter showed mm -hmm. up and um, the fire was already out, but the place was like filled with black smoke and all this. And then the thing that I remember is that the, um, the firefighters went upstairs to like open all the windows to like air the place out. And I had a glass bong sitting in my windowsill because of, you know, mm -hmm. the, who I, I was 20 or something. Mm -hmm. I must've been younger anyway. Um, and I went back upstairs after the whole ordeal and one of the firefighters had stomped on it, like had like put it on the ground and like crushed it with their boot. And I just had my like shattered remains of bong. I was Why like, would I mean, they I, do that? Just because weeds was illegal? I guess. And I guess that was their like, we're not going to arrest you, but like, yeah, gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. So that was, that was that. And then I still, to this day, I have collections for that apartment complex because I'm like, I refuse to pay for that. I will not. And they've, they've since knocked it down. Like a year after all this happened, they knocked the entire car apartment complex down and turned it into a parking lot. And I was like, I'm not, oh. I'm not paying you for counters that don't exist. Yeah, but didn't you have insurance? Nah. You didn't have there. renter's insurance? No. They didn't make me because I worked there. That doesn't make any sense. I know. At all. Nope. Because if you have renter's insurance, I mean, it covers like usually like $100,000 worth of damage or whatever. Would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been. So, okay. So she let the kitchen on fire. I'm assuming you had to move out of that unit after that happened. Yeah. And is that when your dad came and got all your stuff or you, because. It was a while after that, actually. Like she so burned you guys are the living kitchen. in a kitchen that had been burned down and you're just continuing living there with a girl you have a restraining order against? Yeah. What a scenario. What a scenario, indeed. <laughs> yeah, we just tried to avoid each other at all times. And <laughs> because of her, to this day, I can't watch the movie Norbit because she had, I mean, it can, but she had it on a television in her room and there was a, the DVD was stuck in it. And to annoy me, whenever she wasn't home, because we left our doors locked, obviously, she had Norbit on 100% of the time. And then when she was home, the sound would be off. 
But if she wasn't home, Norbit was just playing full volume in the entire upstairs of my apartment. Psychotic. Yeah, it was great. I I wouldn't last a single day with this person. <laughs> like, I've had some questionable roommates, but like I had a girl. It's funny that the kitchen on fire thing because I had a I lived with two girls in Santa Monica and the girl that had like was the lease. She was cool. And like I met with her. And at the time uh, she said that me and this other girl would be moving in. It was like three bedroom, three bathroom, uh, like a thousand dollars a month in Santa Monica. It was insane. That's nice. Um, and so the other girl that moved in the same time I did worked for Laura Ingram's website Oh, boy. <laughs> so you already know it's psychotic. Yeah. And this is before Trump. Like, this is Jeb Bush, I think, was running for president at the time. So uh, and she was crazy and she would sleep. With the sh- her room had a balcony. She would sleep on like a Target futon on the balcony. OK. And she would come out and she'd be like, oh, I was just sleeping on the balcony. I-, I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I sleep on the balcony. It's so nice out there. I'm like, you have a bed. You have a bed and a bath. You had a, a whole room to yourself. She's like, I just like sleeping on the bath. It's so that's, weird. That's big pick me girl energy. Is it? Like, I'm so quirky. Sleep outside. Yeah, but she was like unattractive and like always on some weird binge diet. So the next mm-hmm. thing she would do is uh, she went on the cabbage soup diet. I can't believe that's a thing. I, oh, God, yeah. that's got to stink. I, I didn't know that what it was. I really had, I had never lived or done that or anything. And so I had a crock pot that was there. Not anymore. So she made, yeah, <laughs> she made cabbage soup in the crock pot. And the one time the three of us went out together, like drinking or whatever, uh, she came and she was making that soup and she left it on all night and she didn't come home that night. And we didn't know she was making it. Like we oh had, God. we didn't, we had no idea this girl this girl this was before everybody was buying stuff on amazon she would have a new package at the door every day it would be like a guitar rollerblades shit from china like crazy shit that didn't make any sense she's on psychotic insane and but not like malicious just in like independently insane yeah and so she left the crock pot on all night i get up the next morning to get ready to go to work and i i like walk through the kitchen i'm like I didn't make food that morning. I was like, it smells kind of weird. But like, then again, we don't really use the living room. And it's just weird and whatever. Yeah. I leave. I come back a few hours later. She's in the kitchen. She has like second degree burns all over her thighs. Oh, my God. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, what's going on in here? And she was like, well, I was making cabbage soup because I'm going on the cabbage soup diet. And I forgot I left the crock pot on all night. So this morning when I woke up, I wanted to try it. So she lifts up, you know, a crock pot, oh my there's God, the case that it sits in, and then there's the ceramic pot, right? Yeah. She lifted that up to, like, drink out of it. She's a, she's so stupid. That's it's like, it's beside degrees. me. Yeah. Sips it. Obviously, the whole thing is scalding hot. Yeah. Realizes how hot it is. Probably dropped it or something or whatever. Spilled it all over herself, all over the kitchen. There was, like, splashed cabbage soup everywhere everywhere but it was all of her she i mean she probably still has scars from from cabbage soup like she didn't turn it off she didn't wait for it to cool down she's probably on dry like probably on drugs because one time she was like yeah i found like i found a huge bag of cocaine in my purse the other day i was like you just found a bag of cocaine in your purse she was like yeah i just found like i think my friend like left it in there or something or her uncle or i don't know something 
And I was like, so what'd you do with it? Because if I found cocaine, I'm not a drug person. If I found cocaine in my bag, I'd be like, ah, like I would yeah. like throw it out the window. Like 100%. I wouldn't, I was, this is not mine. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it. And, and at the time I was even more probably naive. And I was like, so what did you, you just like flush down the toilet, whatever, take it to the police station. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, no, I just did it. And I was like, and she was describing that it was a huge bag of cocaine. I was like, did what do you mean? all of it? And she's like, I just did the cocaine. And I was like, did you do all of it? She's like, I just did all the cocaine. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm, I'll see you later. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to do with that information because I'm living with this person. She didn't light the kitchen on fire, but it was well, close. I mean, like, she, uh, my, my roommate didn't do a sack of cocaine. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe she did. You just don't know. Like, okay. she's kicking down doors. She's doing that's cocaine fair. for sure. <laughs> but that's, oh my God. She's so crazy. <laughs> do you know, have any idea where she is now? Like, no, you, no. And there's, you don't keep you know, up with her at all. And I don't hold a grudge, but I'm like, if there's any one person that like I saw, I don't think, I don't, I, I would not like to be in an elevator with her. It, no. And would she recognize you oh, now? 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, and what do you think would happen? Do you think she would just be like, <sighs> honestly, I don't know. I like my first thought is like, I hope there's not a water fountain anywhere nearby. Yeah um but yeah no i think she would she's a pretty violent pretty violent gal so i feel like there would be you know honestly like realistically i think we'd get in a fight oh yeah for sure i hate to say that because like i'm an adult i don't fight people but yeah i don't and i don't like drama either but i definitely hate drama i'd rather get i'd rather i would so this is why i envy guys i would so rather if somebody has a problem with me come up tell me what the problem is and then punch me as hard as you can in the face and then leave it alone i'll buy you a drink later I don't, I don't like, want to be punched. Oh, I don't. I would so rather I that. I would than love like, for some, if whoever, when people, I always tell people this, like, if you have a problem with me and you want me to know about it, come and tell me. Like, if you don't want me to yeah. know about it, then don't act like anything yeah. is wrong. Exactly. But don't, like, you've, I'm sure you've had, like, friends or girlfriends or, like, women in comedy are strange, but, like, where they just, like, quit talking to you. Yeah. Or, or like, do, there's, like, rumors and like, people talk behind you. That's my biggest thing is I'm like, yeah. please don't talk behind my back. If you have yeah. something to say to me. Please, dear God, say it to yeah. me. Yeah, like, Well, I always tell people, I'm always like, you know, if, I, if I'm saying something about somebody like behind their back, chances something are I would say, I would to, say them. to you. Yeah, yeah, to their face. We're the well, same. Yeah. yeah, it's not even, and that's the thing too, is I'm like, it's not even something I, w- it's not like I, I would say this to their face. Like if yeah. I say something about you behind your back, I have said it to your face before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I would, or I'm planning on it. Exactly. Or, exactly. This yeah. is the practice round The trouble is you. that people don't want to hear it about themselves. Yeah. Like what's funny to me is like growing up, people avoid, like, People would start rumors about my family, whatever, at school. Oh, like, there was a time in middle school I switched. I was telling somebody this story the other day. I had a lower locker, and I literally went to the office and just asked for an upper locker because I was taller than most of the girls. Yeah. So I was like, I just don't want to get on my knees every day. Yeah. Now it's no, – I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, not twice a day. And Come so on. I switched, and everybody, for some reason, knew about it. And they're like, oh, Maria bought an upper locker. And I was like, dude, Who you guys cares? can go ask the old lady in the office. Yeah. Not every locker's taken. You can have whatever locker you want. You just ask them which one's available. They pull up the sheet, they show you what it is. Plus you're tall too. But, so it's like, what do you what do you Yeah. Mean? But like, the other sorry. it's just like if you're gonna say it it doesn't like people have said the worst things to me on the internet and in person mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't if yeah, it stings a little, but you don't Yeah, but I'm like honestly I respect you for saying it to me. Like, yeah. okay. I'd great. rather somebody come up and say something really mean to my face. Like, I'd rather right now you, you tell me that I'm an ugly bitch than do roast battle. Yeah, honestly. Isn't that funny? Like, yeah. no, I feel that. I don't know. I did one. I did the, I did comic wars and I was like, mm. who'd you roast? Uh, Channing Apodaca. Do you know Channing? I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had like, 
kind of just become friends. And he was, I think, looking for somebody he thought he could beat. And I didn't really want to do it. And he went hard. And I was, he, I didn't know that much about him. That's hard. I thought he was like, I, I didn't know him very well at the time. So I thought he was like a little boring. And I was like, I don't know. Like, you're kind of like this. There's nothing really there. Like, as I got to know him better. It was more interesting. But I think he did that on purpose. Like, yeah, we met up and I was like, so tell me about yourself. And he's like, I was like, I, yeah. see, I see the strategy here. But it was before Comic Wars was at the improv. It was when it was in Silmar still. Yeah, yeah, but, in the yard. Yeah, it was still like COVID times, but. Maybe we have met then. <sighs> if we did, it was, it was probably in like oh, in passing. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. then I just don't, I don't see you around. Do you go to open mics and stuff? Yeah, well, I got, I got bangs recently because I can't fix <laughs> my personality, so. <laughs> I mean, I think your personality is doing fine. Oh, I think thanks. it's other people who. I'm just telling people to fight me. me to. And... No, 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 no. Nobody, I'm sure nobody not wants to fight me. you. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope not. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's my like biggest, my, my two things, I say this a lot and this is honestly a little embarrassing to say on a podcast, but I say it to anyone that has like a, like any kind of interpersonal relationship with me pretty mm -hmm. early on is that mm -hmm. the two things that are like very important to me in like friendships or any kind of relationship is respect and honesty. And I feel like if that's all I require out of people, mm -hmm. really, I'm like, I feel like if you're, um, respectful to me and you know for example not talking behind my back like mm -hmm. if you have something to say you come and say it to me mm -hmm. rather than speaking to other people about me when I'm not in the room mm -hmm. um that's I think is respectful and if you're honest that's it that's all you yeah. gotta be you can be and I think people like everybody slips up from time to time where you yeah. say something and then maybe somebody finds out and then they want to talk to you about it or whatever or if there's people who've said stuff about me behind my back and I know they have I'm probably not going to address them about it, but I'm also then, if I'm not going to talk to them about it, I'm not going to treat them differently either. Right. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, I know what she said about me, so yeah. I'm going to be like, I don't And it's like, if this person's really important care. enough for me to, yeah, if they're important <laughs> enough in your life already yeah. for you to bring it up and be like, hey, like, I've brought people that don't like me, like, a girl uh, cheated years ago, <clears throat> cheated on my, cheated on, made out with my boyfriend. She made out with my boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I took her to lunch. And I was like, listen, uh, this is what happened. And I'd known her for 10, Shit. like 12 years, I think. And I was like, hey, this is what happened. And that's that's not how we're going to – we're not – that's not and okay. I'm not okay say? with that. She was petrified. She was like – I don't think she'd ever, like, had that adult of a conversation or had someone approach her in a non, like – not like a schoolyard bully way yeah. and just truly didn't know how to, how to handle was it. Was she like, I'm sorry? It'll yeah, never happen she again? Was, she was like, oh, my God. She was like, I can't – she was really, she was embarrassed. She was like, I really can't even believe that I did that. And I was like, okay, just so you know, this is probably the last conversation we're ever going to have. Yeah. But I wanted to, wow. you know, let you know why. Did I'm you no stay with the guy? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So it was all over. And yeah. then you were like, hey, by the way, don't, don't do that to people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, hey, like we're not friends anymore, but just going for it as a human being. Yeah. Fucking stop that shit. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Sorry. I mean, I, I just don't talk a lot. I, I. People are weird the way they deal with conflict. Like yeah. some people think they're really good at it and really confrontational. And then something happens and you're like, you're actually really not good at that. And yeah. then some people just disappear. Some people make it a bit like I remember I worked with a girl who would literally go around bragging about like all the guys that she was hooking up with. And like Great. some of them were celebrities and some of them like it was it's L.A. like whatever. Yeah. And then I think I made a joke about it one day, not in like a mean way, but it was like, hey, have you hooked up with so and so lately? And she got all mad at me. And, and, and I was probably like not even making fun of her. I was probably just like thought it was cool or like wanted to know what the scoop was because we yeah. were all friends. And she got all mad at me, like blew up at me. 
she was pissed and i was kind of like okay well whatever like if you don't like me we don't have to be friends or whatever and then i was at a smoothie place and i came out and she was waiting outside for me because it was near where we worked and she was like i just want to talk to you about you know i was like okay and she's like you haven't apologized or anything i was like well i don't really i don't know what i've done wrong like we were friends you've been making jokes about this like then all of a sudden one day you decide it's not cool and she was still so mad like seeing red so mad i was like look we don't have to be friends yeah if this is too much for you yeah we don't have to be friends and when you tell somebody that they don't know they don't know what to do what to do yeah at all i think a lot of people are used to or they're they operate in a way under the assumption of like taking away my friendship is the most powerful move I could make. Like I could just- Yeah, like access to me. It's like- Access to me. And I'm like, I don't, like, okay. If that's that's the thing that you're taking, fucking keep it. Yeah. Have you ever had, uh, this is the last thing and we'll sign off from here, but have you ever had people block you on Instagram, but then still look at your account on like their burner? Like they blocked you, not you blocked them. And then you look at them on your burner or whatever. They blocked you. And then all of a sudden you're like, why is this thing looking at my story every day or whatever? I'm like, why are all these? Don't block me. Like we don't have, we cannot be friends and you can still look at my shit. I don't really care. Like it doesn't, I don't know what you're proving to yourself by acting that way. Like just don't either don't look or follow and look, or I don't like, 100% 100% the number of people I that have get that like have blocked you have have <laughs> not have well the number of people whose whose dogs oh like in LA Instagrams look Can't at my story all the time and I'm like that? I'm like why are these like what what is this and then I'll like look and I'm like oh it's that girl or like oh yeah like huh also I realized I didn't know how to block people I don't I'm not a petty. I'm like I don't. I, yeah, I can't be I petty don't. on the on the internet. I'll be petty to you in person, yeah. but I'll tell you that that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. But I. I. I don't, yeah. I like didn't know how to block people. I didn't know how to unblock people. I didn't know how to tell if I was blocked. This girl, uh, that I oh, knew yeah, those like third party apps or whatever. Yeah. She was. She was like I don't super. Have the time. Like I also used to live with her. She was super. <laughs> um. Like Instagram was like very important to her, and she always knew like every person that looked at all of her stories and every person that ever blocked her said this yeah, or I've this comment like or she'll text me to the same. Be like, I need you to comment on this. I'm like, you got it, babe. Whatever. Um. But she, I like just, she was asking about some. I gave her my phone one day, and she was like, "Do you know this person blocked you and this person?" I'm like. I don't know who those people are. Like I just, yeah. Ugh. It's yeah. just ugh. No, I don't. To have drama over the internet is. I mean, too I much remember me. when those third party apps were popular and people would get it to like see who unfollowed you and stuff. And I, I it's not. Who has the time? Who I don't has know. The time? If you're that worried, I don't know. You should probably be go in outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go have for a third party a app go, for your Instagram. Go for a walk. Go outside. Write a joke. Do get an adult coloring book. Yes, uh, <laughs> anything. Truly, go to TJ Maxx for a while. Go yeah. shit your pants at a Barnes and Noble. Oh like, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the pod. We're for about sure. in an hour. Yeah. Um, tell people into the camera where they can find you. Uh, on you the internet, can, you can find me. So they I can block you. Yes, yeah, so you can block me on Instagram. <laughs> I am the real Ari Monahan um yeah or you, you have, come are you on tiktok or twitter or youtube or anything like that nope just no probably again instagram. i'm terrible at the internet i'm so bad at the and then internet. spell your instagram handle for anybody that's listening that's yeah. not watching it's the real so t-h-e-r-e-a-l and then a-r-i-r-e monahan m-o-n-a-h-a-n cool and then uh this podcast will come out in like a week or so but cool. i don't need to say that now but uh you you do shows all over la i do i you have... do shows at the ice house too like you get up there yeah okay, my cool. my own show is coming up there that i'm producing that i really need to get moving on uh on june 30th oh nice 
I'll submit a tape. No, I'm just 9:30. <laughs> yeah, June 30th, Ice House, 9:30. Awesome. Buy tickets, please, God. I need to sell it out. Yes, go to the show. Uh, and you can find Room for Rent uh, on let's see, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, literally everywhere. TikTok at Room for Rent Pod, and then we are on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And you can find me at Maria Bruguer, M-A-R-I-A-B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E. On all the same things. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, if you have any roommate questions, you can email us. It's in the description. If you've got things you want to talk about or stories that you want us to talk about on here, let me know. Spread the word. Share it with a friend. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.